clear eyes, full hearts, get loose. Welcome to The Work Podcast, Episode 7. This is a podcast for people who make stuff for a living. My name is Chris Creed, and on this show, we're going to talk about things that are relevant to creative entrepreneurs, which means we get to have chats, sit down with creatives, business owners, freelancers, people who are out there creating value and making a living doing it. And I'll also chat with you about my journey as someone who makes stuff for a living. The struggles, successes, books, resources, cool and interesting stuff we found along the way. I'll be sharing all of these things with you. Are you ready? All right, let's do this. Coming up on this show today, I want to talk about a lot of things, but one of the biggest ones is lingering projects and how to get rid of them and what to do about them. Hey guys, welcome back. Thanks for being here today for episode seven of the Work Podcast. Really stoked to be here talking with you today, hanging out. I think it's awesome that uh, we get to hang out like this, don't you? Cool. Me too. Good talk. <laughs> so I wanted to start with something a little different on the show today. I wanted to start with a new section I call Beer of the Month. And let's see if I can find a little theme music for the Beer of the Month. Oh yeah. That sounds good. So the reason I wanted to do this is because I've tried a lot of really good uh, craft beer lately and it's just, it's inspiring to me that there's so many unique beers out there uh, that, that people have made, breweries have made. And I just think that's cool. So I wanted to share that with you guys. So the beer of the month, this month, is the Left Hand Milk Stout Nitro. The Milk Stout Nitro is made by Left Hand Brewing Company out of Longmont, Colorado. And it's just, it's so cool to see this beer in person. Uh, you pour it from 180 degrees. So you hold the body bottle up upside down and pour it straight into the glass and just let it fall right in there. And what happens is because it's a nitrogen-based beer, it's not as carbonated. It's not uh, its not going to bubble up on you. It's not going to get a huge head. Um, it'll just kind of slowly form this perfectly smooth, rich, creamy start to your beer. And it's just a cool thing to see. So what happens with the nitrogen is it just makes it a lot smoother. It doesn't have that carbonic bite um, that you get from the CO2 beer. So in short, the left-hand milk stout nitro is so smooth, it's dark, it's sweet, it's delicious, you gotta try it. So a couple episodes back, I was talking with Chris Scott and we were talking about just doing the work and just getting it done and how that really is the most important part. And it reminded me of a book that I read recently by Stephen Pressfield called Do the Work. I actually mentioned it to Chris in the interview and the book is in the show notes, but I'll, I'll put it in these show notes too. But... I like that book so much because it is so true. And if you haven't read any of Stephen Pressfield's work, I mean, The War of Art, Gates of Fire, Do the Work, I mean, all of these are just brilliant, timeless works that I just think really you can gain a lot of value from. I wanted to read a section from Do the Work today, and it's the section 
uh, called The Wall. And this section comes after we've started the project. And, and Do the Work is kind of based on the process of creating things. So when you, we start the project and we get into it and we're going and we're really rolling and this is coming out of that momentum and we hit a wall. And here's what Stephen Pressfield has to say about that. And then we hit the wall. Out of nowhere, terror strikes. Our fragile confidence collapses. Nighttime. We wake in a sweat. That you suck voice is back howling in our head. Did we stand up to someone in authority over us, and now we crawl back and grovel to him? Did we face up to someone who was threatening us with disrespect, now we beg him without shame to take us back? We're poised at the brink of a creative breakthrough and we can't stand it. The prospect of success looms. We freak. Why did we start this project? We must have been insane. Who encouraged us? We want to wring their necks. Where are they now? Why can't they help us? We're halfway, two-thirds through, far enough to have invested serious time and money, not to mention our hopes, our dreams, our identity even, but not far enough to have passed the crisis point, not far enough to glimpse the end. We have turned around Cape Horn and the gales are shrieking, ice encases the mast, sails and sheets are frozen. The storm howls dead in our faces, there's no way back and there's no way forward. We know we're panicking, but we can't stop. We can't get a hold of ourselves. We have entered the belly of the beast. And then the book goes on from there to talk about escaping from that, that feeling of being in the belly of the beast that we just hit this wall and all of that fear comes tumbling back on top of us. All of that fear that we had to overcome to start this project, to even dare to have the idea for the project that we started. It all comes back on top of us and we have to push through that and it sucks that you have to do that uh, twice almost and sometimes more than that but a lot of times when we get to that point of the wall it's too much and we stop and that's really what I wanted to get into today is how lingering projects affect your life in January of 2014, we had a few days in a row of just ridiculous cold. I mean, not ridiculous cold for like Winnipeg folk, but for us Southern Nashville people who are used to 100 degrees in, in the summertime and, and really only about 30 in the wintertime, it was really cold. And it was, uh, it was, below, it was below zero. I mean, it was, it was cold. Um, as a result of that, we had a pipe burst in our house and we had to replace all of the flooring in our downstairs. Luckily, I had an awesome friend, JB, come over and help me do this, and he does this for a living. So we took out all the flooring and put in new flooring, and that was great. Except that I never put the finishing touches on. We installed the tile, we installed the hardwood, but I didn't put the thresholds in. I had the, I had the materials, I didn't have a way to cut it, so I just let that stop me from doing it. I just didn't do it. And I walked over those cracks in the floor between the tile and the hardwoods about an inch wide for over a year. And every time I would walk over it, I would think, oh, maybe I need to fix that. But eventually I got used to it. I got used to the fact that it was there or so I thought until one day I walked down there and saw that crack and realized that the incompleteness of this project was hanging over my head like a cloud. So I got the pieces out of the closet. I called my friend JB, who lives about 45 minutes away, and I said, hey man, I'm coming to your house. We need to, I wanna cut these things, is that cool? 
He said yes. I drove up there. We cut the things. Actually got another, a couple other things done while I was up there. Came back, installed them, glued them down, done. The whole project took about four hours out of my day, which is a quite a bit, but I could have done that a year ago and it would have been done. But instead, I let it linger. and I let it become something that I got used to, but I didn't realize the stress that it was bringing on me. I didn't realize the weight of it, that unfinished feeling was putting on me. And I really think that has some direct correlation with projects that we start and never finish. I, I am notorious <laughs> for starting things and, and not finishing them. And I, I think it's important to finish these things for two reasons. One, it's because these it adds a lot of stress to your life. Whether you realize it or not, unfinished projects add stress. And two, because if we don't finish them, I think looking back on them is eventually going to be a source of regret for us. And I don't, I don't want that either. I want to either finish it or let someone else. And what I, what I mean by that is, for this project in particular, let's talk about the T-molding, the, the threshold thing. I could have finished it, which I did, or the other option would have been for me to just pay someone to do it and get it done. But when we're talking about these projects, businesses, whatever, that we're starting, in order to make sure that these projects aren't becoming a source of stress for you because they're lingering around, you either have to just do it and see it through to completion or be okay with someone else doing it. Meaning you can't get mad when someone decides to take that idea and actually see it through. Because if you're not going to do it, it's either going to become a source of stress or a source of regret. And I don't need any of that in my life. So if you're going to start things, finish them. Just like Mortal Kombat. Finish him! And that puts episode seven in the books. I really enjoy our time together, guys. I, I hope that you are having a great day. Hope you're having a great week. And I, I still want to hear from you. I want to hear uh, things you're struggling with, things that you are facing as someone who makes stuff for a living. I want to hear your story. Uh, you can get in touch with me on Twitter, at Chris Creed, or you can find more about me on my blog, chriscreedblog.com, and that is the work blog, a blog for people who make stuff for a living. I'd really like to hear from you. Come by, say hi. Until next time, keep making good work and keep putting stuff out into the world. Finish what you start. And I'll talk to you soon.